0: Welcome to the Grad School for Grown Folks podcast sponsored by Dissertation Doctors. We transform the writer and their writing. Stick around for tips on how to choose the perfect chair. Let's dive in. welcome to today's episode welcome to the grad school for grown folks podcast i am your host dr tanya Vetter. welcome to today's episode a much needed episode i can tell you it has definitely been that kind of i want to say month i i don't want to say week (laughs) this is this topic is so relevant so today's episode is all about choosing the proper chair Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> how do you know who to choose as your chair when you have the option to choose? And I want to say that because hey, you got some programs where hey, you don't even get to choose your chair, you are given the chair, and yeah, you're kind of stuck with this person that you may or may not uh, be a good fit with for a while and it can be super uncomfortable but I do believe this is when having a dissertation coach and editor really fits well I mean they this is when we really really um We really work out well and in your favor. I can only tell you that you don't know how many times I have calmed my clients down and said, "Okay, so in this moment, here are the things we're going to to say instead of what you actually have typed on your computer. (laughs) Okay, so I have about six things I want to share with you guys when you actually have the option to choose. Now, we're not talking about your committee. No, your your chair is actually going to choose that person and uh, some of you are going to actually be allowed to choose one person on the outside that is your own. So there are six things I want you to take into consideration and some of the things that are on this list, I promise you, you haven't even thought about. So the first thing I know most of us think about right off the cuff and that is their expertise. So we want to find out what makes them the expert on the topic. One of the things I've been fascinated by and I'm finding that's happening more more often now is that some of the chairs are actually just interested in a topic, right? And so I think a really good question to ask is what makes them the expert on the topic? Is it their history or work history? Is it their school history? Because sometimes you may find out that it's not their um, work history. It may be just maybe something they're interested in. It may be something that they do in their spare time, right? So if you Find out without being insulting, just find out, hey, what makes you the expert on this topic? And if they say, well, it's my work history, we'll find out to what degree, all right? How do you know um, that they're the expert in that topic right just because somebody likes a topic doesn't mean that they're actually the expert and you definitely don't want them to um to use you as the trial version of what they're trying to learn how to do right i know everybody has a day one i get that but you still want to ask those important questions at least let them be you know transparent and upfront and say hey I'm interested in your topic. I don't know much about it, but I want to learn about it. I think that I would be more inclined to work with that than somebody who would hide the fact that they're new altogether. Right. Um, The other thing is one of the things I know is sometimes we'll look at a we'll look at their resume or their CV and we'll say, oh, my God, they've done so many things. We look at all of the publications that they have. And we also think that that person might be a good fit as a chair. And one of the things I want to do is push back on that a little bit and tell you to really be cautious about that because there is a such thing as people who are ext- <laughs> extroverts and introverts, right? So be careful about that. Um, I can tell you, even in my personal life, some people think that I'm super bubbly and I am bubbly when I'm talking to people, like I'm talking to you right now, or When I'm recording, but one thing people don't know about me is I'm really a homebody. I'm really actually like a introvert in so many ways. So that person may look really good on paper because they love working alone on paper, right? But it doesn't necessarily mean that they like leading and guiding you or they will enjoy leading and guiding you as a candidate. Doing that is a whole nother ball game, guys. So I want you to really, really take hold to that if you don't get anything else. Number two, accessibility. Huge, huge, huge one. And I'll tell you why. The game is changing. So there used to be a time when you typically would have to have at least three people on your committee. Well, now, uh, the game of doctoral programs is all about money. And so what's happening is they are allowing some committees to only have with two people, to only survive with two people. Well, that's unheard of in my world. So what does that mean? That means that you need to ask your chair, especially if they are, are full-time you want to ask them and if they're adjunct you just want to ask all of them how about that you want to ask all of them (laughs) all of them number one if they are full-time or whether or not they are an adjunct if they are nationally known if they are very popular you know sometimes we like to pick the most popular professor on campus well that may be an issue you might want to ask them about their availability. How accessible are they? How easy is it for you to get to them when you need to contact them? How accessible are they for you to get to? Okay. How quickly can you actually get to them? Do you have to go through 10,000 people to get to them? And then you may have that professor. We all know them. They love vacations, right? (laughs) They love, love, love vacations. So you might want to ask that professor, you know, hey, how often are you out for vacation? I'll never forget a client of mine actually sent me a screen um, shot of her chair and she literally told her, (laughs) I just locked off. I'm on my way to, I think it was like Cancun or something like that, or Cozumel. And like, literally she could have just, Taking a picture of some fruity drink with an umbrella that's how bold and blatant it was and the the client had just sent in her final uh manuscript but she was like i'm done like it's officially summertime i'm done right so you want to find out when do they typically go on vacations because believe it or not those are allowed But here's what I also want you to pay attention to, and that is the changing times. Right now, the colleges are hiring more adjuncts than they are full-time because it's a money game. They want to hire more adjuncts because it's cheaper. So you really need to find out from that adjunct, in a very indirect way, how busy they are. And will you have access to them? I know that was a long way to say the same thing, but it's extremely important. I'm telling you for so many reasons. All right. Number three, this is probably the most important one. Well, it's not, it's one of the top ones. I would say the top three and that's their feedback style. So this has been one of our greatest issues for a while now. Ask them, uh, do they actually (laughs) provide feedback such as comments? And if they say yes, then ask them what type of feedback do they give it will it be video feedback will it be text comments in the comment section what actually do they provide as feedback because what happens is we've seen where they won't provide feedback at all they'll send you a nice little email with a nice little note about your paper but that is not actually providing you guidance and feedback and the sad part is a lot of these programs are going through so fast that there's so much you still don't have time to really sit with and get personal with and learn the information um, on a deepest level you right and so you might have more questions for them and they're not taking the time to really address your paper in the way that they really really need to so you really want to find out hey what type of feedback do you really provide if it's someone who says you know what oh I um I generally give feedback you know um video feedback well if you know you are a learner that need the line by line text feedback, then, you know, that might not be a good fit. The other thing is you want to find out about their turnaround time. Just ask them. Normally, two weeks is about for. I would say for three chapters, I would say at least two weeks. I wouldn't say two weeks for one chapter. I think that's too long. All right. All right. Number four, their success record. At the end of the day, you want to know, hey, how well have previous students done under your guidance and how many of them graduated on time? End of the story. Like that is a very short conversation. Uh, You don't care about why. How many have graduated on time on your watch? That's all you want to know. That's it, all right? Number five, personality styles is a biggie because keep in mind, you guys are going to be stuck with this person and they're going to be stuck with you, right? And both of you, at some point in time, you're going to be moody. So because of the collaboration process between the two of you and the back and forth and the back and forth, and then you throw me in there, right? Uh, So I want you to pay attention to not only not only what they say, I want you to pay attention to the nonverbals, all right? And so when you guys are on, uh, those of you who are on the v- the Zoom calls, I really, really, really prefer when you all meet with your potential chairs, I prefer you meet with them on those Zoom calls. And that is one of the things I would say when you're trying to decide who you want as your chair, ask if you can meet them on a Zoom call And ask if you can um, see some of the work that they've done previously, all right? So that you can really get a feel for their style and see if they even have feedback examples. All of that to me, with the way they have things like almost like fast food-ish, to me seems fair. Like, let me see samples. I am so sorry, but I must see samples, all right? And the last one is, attitude toward methodology. All right, this is a huge one. So, methodology is one of the greatest obstacles in the dissertation and research process. So, being on one accord with your chair um, on this topic is critical. I mean, it is huge. So, here's what I want you to do. I want you to ask questions about methodologies and their opinions about it and find out where your potential chair actually stands on the issue of qualitative versus quantitative and mixed method and all those lovely things find out ahead of time here's the thing the goal is to remove as many barriers as possible ahead of time because it will save you time right so you don't want to discover oh my god we don't even see eye to eye on methodology like you don't want to find that out (laughs) when you get to chapter three right so you want to work all that out early 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 on I will put all six of these in the show notes because I think they are absolutely important. I wish I had them when I was going through them, but I didn't need them because the only thing I will say here. Wait, hold on. (laughs) The problem that I had when I chose my committee is I think I confused my event with a party because I literally had six people on my committee way too many people so I think I confused my event with a party however they were the most amazing phenomenal people ever it was yeah we had a tons of fun so you guys know what I say look take a deep breath enjoy the journey along the way, but get the support you need. You decided to do this. So if you're going to do it, now you're going to have to change the game up, ask better questions so that you can get the quality and service that you have paid for. Enjoy the journey and do it well. See you next time.